are now entering the Brooks. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello, you're on the Bright Side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I'm your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm the other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. Jason T. Gaffney, there you are again. I should have known. (laughs) Who else were you expecting? I was not expecting anyone else because this was scheduled. (laughs) That's like the world's worst remake of 300. Thank you. It's like, Karen, this was scheduled. (laughs) Yeah, Karen too. This time, it's slotted in a scheduled time for the meeting. Um, How you doing? I'm doing okay. Yeah? Yeah. What's what's new with you this week? I made a pom-pom wall. That does not... I have no reference to that in my life. What the fuck is a pom-pom wall? (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, first of all, congratulations. Second of all, what the fuck is a pom-pom wall? So, basically, (laughs) I made about 317 pom-poms. I ended up needing 290-something pom-poms. Okay. I glued... Well, I didn't glue it. I used command strips and connected a 4-foot by 4-foot canvas uh, drop cloth that you would normally use for painting, like to keep your floors safe. Okay. Uh, on the wall, and then I hot glued the pom poms to the canvas. So now there's a giant four foot by four foot pom pom wall art piece. That's amazing. This was all for set decoration. Yes. Nice. Do you have Do you have a uh, plan on when you're gonna finally get to it? Nope. Uh huh. Fall. I, I, that's the time, you know, that's that's the times we're living in right now. It's like, well, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I certainly want to get this done, but, you know, it depends on whether, you know, the entire world will let it happen. Yeah, I mean, the reality is that we are going to be on hold until people get the vaccine, period. Sure. And, it's, and yep. there's all the logistics of figuring out how to make sure everyone's had it and how to have backup masks in case there's an issue or, like, I mean... I'm going to have a new policy on set at this point, which is if anyone shows up not feeling well, they're going to wear a mask. Like, mm. And that's just going to be the policy because the problem with a film set versus like a nine to five job, most people have sick days and they can take the day off. But mm-hmm. on a film set, especially a two week film set, you don't normally have that luxury. So the, there's crew members no. who can't afford to take a day off and I can't afford to pay them. For a day that they're not there, because you accrue sick Absolutely days. Absolutely true. And so this way, it's like they can stay. They won't get the cast and crew sick, and we'll keep everyone good. And the ones we found are clear, and they're like masks. Yeah, they're N95 type masks that are clear and have filters that are like super heavy duty filters. And wow. Yeah, and it's okay. Hopefully, next go round, people will use these masks instead of the cute cloth ones which are delightful but for deaf people suck balls yeah not so great for yeah people who are hard of hearing at all or just like to see faces people who enjoy seeing faces (laughs) i I don't 
I don't prescribe myself to wanting to see faces. I just no, wanna... I don't. I don't want to see faces either. Generally, <laughs> <laughs> this has been really. It's been a really uh, great time to have a cold sore. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, or not yeah. brush your teeth, forget your yeah. floss. You know. Yeah. Uh, so let's uh, let's jump in this week. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a great bright spot. I think you're gonna. I think you already find this this a bright spot in your life. Okay. Given uh, given your proclivities, our bright spot. This week is Jen Psaki, oh, the current yes. yeah White House press secretary, for a number of reasons. I've been watching little clips of her lately, and she would be she's just wonderful. The way she is is so non-combative and is so patient with a press corps that is, for the most part, seems very relieved that uh, they're getting daily press briefings again, for example, and getting information that makes sense again. Um, But she's also the bright spot for the way that she shuts down right-wing conspiracy-laden questions in the White White House briefing room that she's been doing lately. Uh, You know, when a reporter from a right-wing publication asked, uh, do you have any comment on how some Americans are saying that this is going on, blah, 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 she goes, which Americans? Who? You know, it's a situation in which you can't just get away with saying people are saying and that's how it is now, you know, and as if that's evidence for anything. Right. So it's just wonderful to watch. So I encourage anybody to check out some sound sound bites of Jen Psaki and um, just see what normalcy looks like. You know, just remind yourself of what normalcy from our federal government and the communication there looks like. Yes. And uh, that's why it's the bright spot, because it just feels so good to return to that kind of um, just making sense, making fucking sense and treating people with respect at the workplace. Yep. It's a shocking Mm -hmm. uh, revelation, right? Sad that it has to be like such great news that this is this is what we're dealing with in a press secretary. But uh, she's just really wonderful. And I actually enjoy watching her press conferences. You know, it's not a combative, horrible, uh, you know, gloomy, depressing experience anymore. It's actually nice. Yeah. (laughs) So that's the bright spot. That's what I have. And uh, I would like to hear what craziness you've got for us in store today. All right. Are you ready for this? I hope so. You know, I, I slept in. I worked out. I feel like I'm as ready for this as I could be. I slept in today, too. Nice job. I slept in until about 10. Wow. Which for me that's about, is yeah. wild. Yeah, that's when I slept in, too, as well, because I can't sleep past it anymore. I normally don't sleep past 7 anymore, so 10 was like, wow. Oh, you're, you're luxuriating. I know. We were That's watching um, Star Trek Discovery last night until like one something. So yeah, we stayed up playing board games until three. Wow! <laughs> and because we're addicts, and it's my it's a husband. My husband has a, you know had to work today, <laughs> so we're having fun with his his slight mania that he's going through today. <laughs> but I got to sleep in, so hey. I don't know what you're talking about. Slight mania, <laughs> exhaustion from no sleep. <laughs> So, all right, let's jump into it. All right. That animal is so cute. Oh, I'm so here for... Are you kidding? I'm rested and ready for cute animal stories. Okay. Can I pet it? Um, I just remembered what show we're doing, and I feel like this is going to turn. Wait, it's a what? Okay. That was a beautiful little vignette. 
<laughs> Thank um, you. This is the story of how a person's pet lizard turned out to be an alligator who bit off the hand of the person petting it. No. Oh. <laughs> that's right. We're going to oh. talk about emotional support animals. Oh, that's great. Okay. <laughs> okay, terrific. I didn't realize how invested I was in hearing that's right until I didn't. <laughs> well, last week you made such a big deal about, like, isn't it terrible that that's what I'm committed to? I can still say it after shutting you down. I Yeah, no, you've, you've fully proven that, and I, wasn't, I was not prepared for that, and now I am hurt deeply, uh, but ready, ready to march forward. It's not a good episode unless you're <laughs> hurt, isn't it? No, no. <laughs> I don't think so. Listening back to our, you know, best of, it's definitely going to be the ones that were emotionally painful, I think, (laughs) that are going to be the successes. So let's define what an emotional support animal is, shall we? We should. I wish I had one in here with me right now. (laughs) According to Wikipedia, an emotional support animal, or ESA, is, quote, a type of animal that provides comfort to help relieve a symptom or effect of a person's disability. Under U.S. law, an emotional support animal is not a pet and is generally not restricted by species, end quote. Okay. I think that that was very clear. Now, let us clarify that an emotional support animal is not the same as a service animal. Right. While both animals are there to help humans, service animals are trained to perform certain tasks such as a seeing eye dog who is trained to help a blind person cross the street or walk in a restaurant and not bump into shit. Right? Absolutely. I feel like I bump into shit, and I wonder if I should have, like, an emotional army to help me. Because hmm. I just walk into stuff. I'm in awe of folks in general who don't walk into stuff. So, Really? Yeah. I think you need emotional, like, support cushions around your house. Then. <laughs> or maybe, you know what? All you need is physical support handrails. That's what you need. I just need <laughs> to be wrapped in bubble wrap every day. Well, that's kinky and fun. I mean, and loud. But you can never be—you can never sneak up on anyone. You're just constantly like pop, 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 pop. Absolutely, pop. you couldn't. <laughs> also, anyone who saw you would come at you. I think you—you right. <laughs> know—it would definitely like you'd be sort of a, a person magnet who wants to pop you. I need to hug you and pop you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it wouldn't be the first time somebody looked at you and be like, "I need to pop that." <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I hope it's sexual and not like they want to punch me in the face. <gasps> well, take it how you want. Okay. Well, then it's sexual then. <laughs> generally, emotional support animals are there to help folks with mental illnesses and to provide comfort and the such. You know, basically helping with like the hidden disabilities. Right. So, another fun fact about emotional support animals is that there is virtually no training for them to become one. This is where it starts to get a little bit sticky. Yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, I I don't want to step on any pause here, but the emotional support animal thing has gotten completely out of control. I think we can agree about that, right? Yeah. Or it did previous to when we couldn't leave the house. When we were leaving the house a lot with our emotional support animals, they were super annoying. But now they're just at home. I was going to say, I feel like after what complete trauma that we've all gone through mm-hmm. in the last four years and in specifically the last year in particular with the election and the pandemic. Yeah. 
I'm more inclined to believe that emo- most emotional support animals are useful <laughs> at this point. I think that when things are coming back open again in, you know, in the short term, I think we're about to see another explosion of emotional support animals out in the world because of the number of people who have gotten pets uh, during this pandemic. Like pet ownership is at, at incredible record highs right now. Yeah, uh, because everyone's been stuck at home with very little companionship, and it makes perfect sense. Um, yeah. So we're this is this is a good this is a good episode to get out in front of the tragedy that is emotional support animals. I think. So basically, the person who wants to register their ESA with the government has to get a letter from a certified healthcare provider, basically telling everyone that this animal will help with the person's anxiety, PTSD, etc. Right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and. An emotional support animal that is used correctly can really help with someone who is, say, they are autistic and they have yeah. extreme anxiety to the point where they, they might throw a tantrum and the right. animal can jump on top and help calm them down or PTSD or, you know, someone with a totally. seizure, you know, things like We're that. We're completely in agreement that an emotional support animal is a real thing. I think where we can also agree, though, is that a lot of people simply don't bother to get that and they just say this is an emotional support animal without it being an official anything. You know, there's, the letter was never gotten. The, the, the doctor was never consulted. Um, you just don't want to leave your pet at home. Right. So once an animal has become an emotional support animal, then it becomes exempt from rules involved with housing and travel, right. similar to those service animals, right? So service animals get to go places that Generally, other animals don't like you know a seeing eye roller dog coasters through sure. Disney. No, they don't go on the roller coaster. <laughs> they get everyone's seen the little great doggy area by the roller coaster. <laughs> they get to drive. <laughs> they don't get to drive, Kevin. <laughs> they get to drive. <laughs> so, no, the medical providers. Yeah. They get to. They get to. <laughs> what people are telling you that they Kevin, get to work in food service. What people are telling you that. I'm taking um, a, a leg from certain, Jen Zaki. Certain people have made it clear uh, that that is going on. Um, what people have told you that, Kevin? You you took her leg? I don't know. It. I didn't sleep. I slept late. You I'm didn't on sleep a weird... or you did sleep? I did I can't, sleep. I can't I keep track of your, <laughs> your <laughs> I sleep schedule. Especially in just what you've said this episode. I thought you were, I thought you were well rested, Jason. I'm over it. Now, the medical providers are supposed to make sure that this animal will really help their patient and their struggles, right? Yes. Not just give them a pass to to have a pet in a building that doesn't allow it or be able to bring their pet on a plane with them, et cetera, as you mentioned earlier, right? Right, right. So, in fact, (laughs) some people who want a pet or to travel with their pets will attempt to get their animal labeled as an ESA to avoid pet deposits or travel fees on planes, pet deposits yeah. for rental, etc., you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's actually led to laws around the nation clarifying uh, that it is a crime if people give out a letter to someone who doesn't actually need an ESA or for anyone forging a letter, etc. I see. Okay. Now, it's well, that makes inc- perfect sense. incredibly hard. It's incredibly hard to prove that a doctor saying you need an ESA is not being truthful. Yeah, of course. So 
a doctor could be like, I think you need an emotional support animal. And the person's like, yes, yes, I do. And then they have I a letter. I think you're right. I <laughs> had no, oh my God, what a surprise. I was not coming to this appointment for that reason. But you, if you think I do, then okay. I love the idea of a patient going into a thing and being like, I'm anxious all the time, except when I'm with Muffy, my dog. <laughs> But every time I walk out of my house, I'm like, the world's going to kill me. But if Muffy's with me, I'm happy. What do you hmm. think I should do, doctor? I think that you need Xanax. No. No, doctor, no. Um, breathing exercises, certainly. Now, um, I actually know people who could write out an emotional support letter thing, right? Yeah. And they get asked by patients all the time, and they are so vehemently against it. I think they've given, like, one letter out in the entire time that they've been a doctor. And yeah. they're like, they're like, no fucking way. You will relax on your own. Yeah, I think that that, yeah, it's, that's, that's nice to, that's nice that your friends who are doctors have that kind of integrity. <laughs> so those people definitely got the letter anyway, but go ahead. Yeah. So, all right. We talked about how it's a crime to forge a letter and everything. Mm -hmm. They also revised the Air Carrier Access Act in December of 2020 to address people taking advantage of flying with ESAs. Wow, that was very recent. What's the new rule? We will get there. Fine. So, By plane. <laughs> I fucking hate planes. Um, <laughs> fucking hate them. That's been the best thing of this past year is no flights. I know. Yeah. Well, congratulations. I'm glad that there's that. That's a bright side for you. For this. I very... can't go anywhere. Then I can't be afraid of anything that I'm going to. <laughs> I have so many flights coming up once I'm able to, and I am not looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm like. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's gonna be wild. I'm gonna well, need an emotional support. Well, just take your emotional support, support pig. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I would get a little pig. Yeah. And it'd be I know. my emotional support pig. All right. So. I'm sure that you know that there's a lot of issues with asking uh, if the animal is actually a service animal or a fraud. Yeah. And depending on the venue, you're not allowed to ask at all, period. So, fun fact, the airlines can ask for documentation. Oh, that is fun. Quote from Wiki, quote, Airlines are not obligated to accept certificates or letters that are more than one year old and may require that the certification be provided on the letterhead of a licensed mental health professional or doctor who is specifically treating the passenger's mental or emotional disability, end quote. All right. Yeah. I, I, I feel like people are going to hear this episode and be like, we're anti-pet, and we really aren't. No, a we're pet... anti-asshole people just taking their pets everywhere they want to go for no reason other than they just want to bring them. I'm actually incredibly pro-emotional support animal Me under too. the right conditions. Absolutely. So am I. I consider my pets emotional support animals. We never went ahead with the designation, you know, necessarily. But then again, when we travel, we just don't bring them. We just, you know, <laughs> we have them somewhere. Right. And also, like... I love my husband. I don't think of him as an emotional support human, but he provides emotional support. But I don't like I can go somewhere without him. I am going to go ahead and never refer to Nick as anything other now than my emotional support husband. That's what he is now. <laughs> congratulations, Nick. Who? Oh, you mean my emotional support husband? Yes. Congratulations to him. I'm, I'm sure he'll appreciate it if I ever let him out of the house. Now. 
It should be noted that the next sentence on Wikipedia said they weren't sure if this was still the rule or not. This whole, they don't have to accept something except for the letterhead, etc. Okay. Um, because of the new ch- changes and everything. Right. In another article, they talked about the Air Carrier Access Act, and it seemed like airlines were now not even required to allow ESAs at all. So okay. they could just say, fuck off. Now... ESAs that aren't trained or haven't been trained have led to people being taken into court, and so far the judges have been ruling in favor of the ESAs, but occasionally some judges say, no, you need to train them. So it's oh, like yes. the Let's Wild West some, out there. Let's get into some of those fucking cases. Absolutely. Well... First, let's hear about some of the wild ESAs out there in general, shall we? Yeah, definitely. Let's hear some tragic stories of of (sighs) adorable animals going hog wild. So, in one case, there was a 21-year-old woman who was going to go on a flight with Spirit Airlines, right? Yep. That's her first mistake. (laughs) It was not her first choice, but it was her first mistake. I don't know if I've actually actually been on a Spirit Airlines flight. Are they? I've heard nightmare well, stuff about them, though. You're not especially emotionally, you know, scarred. So my guess is you have not. <laughs> have you taken a Spirit Airlines flight? I don't know. I've I, there was a there's a a trip I've taken, but the travel portion has been entirely blocked from my own memory in a kind of protective way. So I have to assume that that was the Spirit one, but I'm not sure. <laughs> what happened to you? Yeah, I don't know. Locked it out. She claimed for emotional support reasons. She claimed that uh, she contacted Spirit Airlines twice in advance to make sure that she could bring her emotional support animal, Pebbles, the dwarf hamster, on her flight with her. A dwarf hamster? Yep. How very small is that? Hamsters are already pretty small. I don't know, but this thing is a dwarf hamster, so... A miniature hamster has got to be the cutest thing ever. It's like, hello, I'm Pebbles. I'm a miniature hamster. (laughs) 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 Okay, I think it's probably the size of a pebble. That's why it got that name. I'm tiny like a pebble. (laughs) Please don't skip me. (laughs) It hurts more than you know. I can't swim. <laughs> I just float because I'm so light. I, I can float. <laughs> I don't like it, though. All the fish keep thinking I'm food. I get nipped on so very much. <laughs> just keep me in your pocket. <laughs> I'm a pebble in your pocket. Just consider me a lucky pebble. Why would you throw away a lucky pebble? <laughs> All right. So the lady needed to go to Fort Lauderdale for medical reasons, right? She she had a vitamin D deficiency. What? I don't know. She had. That's what <laughs> the article said. Fort Lauderdale for was <laughs> to fly to Fort Lauderdale for medical reasons. Her medical reasons was her blood alcohol level was too low. Yeah. So okay. When she got to the airport, however, despite having contacted them twice and confirming that Pebbles, the dwarf hamster, <laughs> could get on the flight. Yeah. She was told she could not, in fact, bring her hamster on the plane. Okay. She Aww. was told that in order to get on the flight, she would have to leave the hamster behind. What? Where does she live? Where Where was she? Where's the origin? Do we know? I believe that this, she started her journey in like Maryland, I want to say. Okay. I think All it was right. around there. So she. Oh. <laughs> she. <laughs> oh, no. Pebbles. She claims that the person at the gate suggested that she either let the hamster go outside and just let it 
release it into the be wild. Be free, absolutely, around an airport, which or hamsters to do so well. Flush it down the toilet. <gasps> That's my emotional support dwarf hamster. I'm not flushing it down the toilet. Also, pebbles make toilets clog. So she apparently went to like car rental places, other airlines, tried to get a different flight somewhere else, mm-hmm. couldn't get anything to work. Couldn't get a rental because she's 21 and no one would rent to her because 25 is the age. Yep. And I got to tell you, Twitter was unnecessarily hostile towards this woman saying like, I can't believe she was too young at 21 to rent a car. And I'm like, bitch, do you even live in this country? Probably not because you can't rent a car until you're 25 because everyone knows that people under 25 are insane. You can rent a car before you're 25, but uh, it's, it's like unforgivably expensive to do it <laughs> yeah so that i mean that's the thing it's like yeah. an airline flight that's 200 bucks versus right. a car rental that's like five thousand dollars like crazy right no yeah. god what'd she do so she was desperately trying to I find i mean she obviously she hid the hamster on her person and got on the plane anyway <laughs> no but a lady with a squirrel did oh okay are we getting there later no, that's the story. Oh. She hid the squirrel and then got kicked off the flight. And, they're like, and she's like, you're not taking my baby. And they're like, then get off the flight. And she's like, okay. Wow. <laughs> she goes, she said, this is nuts. Yeah. Was, but she was trying to feed the squirrel. <laughs> this is <laughs> nuts, squirrel. to the squirrel. <laughs> so the young woman who's desperately trying to find other flights to Fort Lauderdale yeah. was not able to find anyone who would take her hamster. So she... Finally chose to flush pebbles. No. No. She decided what? it was a quicker and painless death compared to being released where outside the airport where the hamster might get run over or stepped on or crushed no. or freeze to death. So no. <laughs> she No. This was fun up until this moment. She did. She flushed the hamster. In an airport bathroom? Quote from WashingtonPost.com, quote, Spirit acknowledged that someone gave her wrong information initially, but denied suggesting the toilet option or any harmful outcome. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> so, oh, Pebbles, I feel so terrible about joking about you and, and water. Hello, I'm Pebbles, the ghost. I'm the ghost of Pebbles, <laughs> I told you. Walter and I didn't mix. <laughs> Who's laughing now, bitch? It yeah, certainly neither isn't of us. you. It's awful. It's horrible. I'm laughing because life is terrible and we have to laugh at it, right? Um. Well, life is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we can agree on that. So, all right. There's another great emotional support experience that was really... Oh, yeah, because that one was so great. <laughs> this woman brought a pig on oh. the plane. Okay. And... It got approved, and it was on the plane, and then the pig started to freak out. Well, sure. A pig on a plane. Most pigs on planes are fine, but this pig was not having it, right? Really? So this woman's like, calm down, calm down, calm down, which, like... Well, yeah, well, the pig, and it's crazy, too, because the pig had to get prior approval for its emotional support human. Right. So... So you would have think she would have done a better job of calming it the fuck down. So the pig then starts screeching and then <gasps> running into the aisle and shitting everywhere. Okay. So they told the lady that the pig had to go, and so she... What, out the hatch? No, 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 no. They hadn't taken off yet. <laughs> okay, got it. So... <laughs> so she flushed it down the toilet. 
No, she didn't flush her fucking pig down the toilet. God damn. Well, no, not successfully. <laughs> the pig's is there to this day. <laughs> the pig is looking very angry. <laughs> it's <laughs> life is in, in the, the toilet. toilet. Yeah. Very angry. So, all right. Slowly spinning. So, oh, God. <laughs> Overflow install two. Oh, my God. So, she basically was saying, like, you're being a real jerk. To the pig constantly. To the pig. Yeah. She was berating the pig. <laughs> That's horrible. Other animals that have been denied flights involve also a peacock. What? Somebody tried to take a peacock un- unrestrained on a fucking flight? Yes. I believe that a turkey was denied. That's, that's insane. What if, what if somebody was watching an NBC show and the peacock saw that and then got really, you know, the... Did the whole thing. Honestly... And, you know, Every flight to me feels like a death-defying act. So why not Can add you some? Just flair? imagine being another passenger on that peacock flight. <laughs> like some fucker tried to take a peacock onto my goddamn <laughs> air, my flight. <laughs> I will say this: that there was one really cute one. It was a duck that was wearing a diaper and little red shoes, and it Aww. was a well-behaved duck. And everyone on the flight was so happy about it. And the majority of like tweets about this because it went viral were like that duck's yeah. so well behaved. I love it. But one person was like, "This duck is a menace to society, and how dare they have a duck on a plane?" And I'm like, "This duck was actually incredibly well behaved and clearly was an actual ESA. Like it clearly did understand its purpose. Uh, really, an yeah. emotional support duck. Yeah, it really did. Like it was. It would okay. cuddle with the human all the time. Like it was really like very much a okay. real deal. Um. I still think it's kind of weird to bring a bird that flies onto a plane. It had right? a leash. I feel like that would give that bird such a complex, don't you think? They'd <laughs> yeah. be like, I could never go this fast. Well, what's what's fun is that on one of them, someone brought two penguins, and the penguins were allowed to walk down the aisle well, together. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, of course. The penguins would be like, this is amazing! I just, <laughs> if I were on a flight with penguins... I would legit just try to tickle them the whole time because tickling penguins is a dream because they make the cutest little sound. Do they? I I have no idea what you're talking about. There's a tickling video. Tickling penguins. You can look up Google penguin gets tickled. Like it's a it's a like a, a zoo penguin and it runs around a like little back area and it keeps running over the person and being like ah when he tickles There's them. There's something about. Something about the image of you being on a plane, you not already don't like flying. And something about the image of you being on a plane with a couple of penguins does not lend itself to the idea that you'll be chasing after them trying to tickle them because it's cute. Oh, yes, I would. Oh, okay. So that would definitely uh, pass the time (laughs) where you would otherwise be clutching the armrests in fear. (laughs) Oh, my God. I I have grabbed strangers' hands before. Yeah. yeah, it's a good time. So, all right. Another wild ESA experience is David Keller, a man from Arizona, was mad about ESAs, right? Okay. He's like, it's too easy to register them. So he okay. decided to prove it was uh, too easy by re- by registering a swarm of bees as his <laughs> ESA. <laughs> With with whom? I mean, he's not wrong. That's completely outlandish. What doctor got behind this? 
He succeeded in registering a swarm of bees as his emotional support animal. What the fuck medical professional allowed that to happen? Yes, my client, my client suffers from a dangerous lack of bee venom. (laughs) (laughs) He needs to carry the the exact opposite of an EpiPen with him at all times. My girl, your girl. (laughs) We're all dead. Yeah, if Macaulay Culkin had been on that plane, he'd have a significant panic attack. <laughs> I will tell you this. Some people bring their cats on flights, right? Sure. And I am allergic to cats. I know yeah. people who are also allergic to dogs. And yeah. I feel like that's one of the problems out there is that airlines should ha- try to have flights that are specifically labeled as like, this is a cat flight or this is a dog flight. And, like, if there are allergies, you shouldn't be on this flight. I want the one that is piloted by Snoopy as the Red Baron. I don't think that I would have clean drawers by the end of that flight. But it would be really cute to see Snoopy because he's legit one of my favorite cartoon characters of all time. Agreed. Whereas I think a cat pilot would just immediately crash the plane for fun. We're going to see who survives. Let's yeah. do this. I was like, uh, I, I, when, after we crash, I can eat some people, which I've been wanting to do for literally my whole life. <laughs> so on this one flight, this lady was sitting next to me, and she had a cat with her, and she oh. took the cat out. And my mom, like, raced over and was like, my son will die if you leave your cat out. Like, he needs to stay in its crate where, like, if it shakes around, the dander stays in the fucking crate. Yeah. And the lady got a little salty but then did it. And it was well, like, yeah, like people are allergic. Yeah, no kidding. That's I mean, I know some people who are so severely allergic to peanuts that they can't even have the oil in the air. Like they can't have vapors. Correct. Around, you know, so it's that's like eating a peanut butter cookie next to a person with that kind of anaphylactic situation. I have the vapors. Yeah. What oh. if that cat had gotten like nervous and scratched you? You'd be dead today. Well, that's not what I'm allergic to. Oh, it's the attitude. No, it's the dander. Oh. You don't. Oh. It's not like they don't have venom. Well, no, it's, <laughs> I don't. I, for the record, do not think the cats have venom in their. In it their sure claws. seemed like it. But no, a, a cat. You know, a cat has dander and has its its self all over itself, and so if it scratched you, then some of it could get inside you. I mean, I suppose I. It's more of a breathing thing than a touching thing. Okay. All right. Well, let's scratch you with a cat. I know that you've recently figured out that you're not allergic to some things that you used to be allergic to. So let's let's get a cat over there, scratch you with it, and see what happens. I'm definitely still allergic to cats. Okay, this is definitely this is an experiment we need to we need to try. You can if you have a problem with it, you can sick your emotional support pig on it. Oh, if you think my pig wouldn't fuck up a cat, you are. I think your pig would fuck up a cat because I think it's specifically trained to. Yeah, (laughs) I'm gonna train my little piggy. To go to market and fuck up all the cats. <laughs> this little piggy went for the jugular. <laughs> this little piggy said, hey, are you a cool cat or a dead cat? Because my money's on house. dead cat. <laughs> and right. then it was like, <laughs> whatever the sound is. I can't even hear it, so it's fine oh. for me. 
Oh, that's good. I hear some pig so- sounds, which is really close. But we, so Matt surprised me once. He brought me to a place where you can hang out with little baby piglets. Yeah. And it's so cute. Apparently, there were two bigger pigs in the other room that were pissed off that they weren't with us oh. because they wanted to get pet. Matt was like, it's really upsetting hearing those pigs. And I was like, I can't hear them. It's too high pitched for you. It's too high pitched. So I was like, this is great. I could have a pig in my house and be in the other room and it's freaking out. And I'm like, I, I can't hear you. How I fantastic. I, you, I can totally ignore the, the, the lamentations of my pet. How nice for me. Well, here's the thing. Sometimes you have to let the animal or, or your baby cry itself to sleep, right? Yes, yes. I know this from training, crate training our dogs. Mm-hmm. It was the first few nights, first week or so, was just like unbearable. But you had to like say, this is the way it is. That's where it, that's where you're going to be. And now it's time for bed. They go whoop right in there. Yeah. And I will tell you this. Matt is not great at not being super upset about it. I'm upset about it, but I internalize it like a good uh, wasp. Wasp, yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah. I let it just fester from within. Thank you. And you just take it out, exactly, on, on and people in the uh, service industry. Like, like, I never take it out on <laughs> like a normal industry. person. <laughs> I always tip 20%. And even when they suck, even if they suck, I still tip 20%. You have to okay. really suck if you're so, not going to So you 20. just take it out on your husband like a normal person. I no, I just <laughs> sit there in despair. Oh, you take it out on yourself like a normal person. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, all right. David Keller succeeded in getting a swarm of bees to be his ESA, right? Right. That's where we started with this. Yes. So it ended up being super controversial because some folks were highly upset because he was making a joke of emotional support animals. Sure. And others were glad that he was highlighting how easy it was to get this to happen and how they needed to fix kind of a broken system. Totally see both sides of this. So, according to federal law, only dogs and small horses can be service animals because they can be trained. Um, other things can be trained. But according to federal law... Uh-huh. Only, only dogs, dogs and small horses can be trained. Big horses can't be trained? No. Not to do, like, hu- human helping things. Oh, yeah. Because we've never seen... He- large horses helping humans do anything like you know plow or get from place to place here's the thing a small horse can go live in the house with the person right whereas a big horse is like a "Ah." big horse can live in a giant house with someone (laughs) i live in a tiny house (laughs) okay well a clydesdale is probably not your ideal pet then i need an emotional support animal Oh, cool. How big's your house? 200 square feet. Oh, might I suggest a... I'd like a Clydesdale. <laughs> That's going to be uh, your whole house. <laughs> might I suggest... No. <laughs> might I suggest a pony? What yes. do I look like? An ant? <laughs> <laughs> you do to a Clydesdale. <laughs> so, all right. Training is a major argument on why folks hate ESAs because they claim that... ESAs who are not trained are a danger to everyone around them, right? Okay. So, which are not wrong. Like, there are certain emotional support animals out there where it's like, yeah, you are a snake. And I don't think you can train a snake to not bite, necessarily. I Um, don't have any idea. I I don't think you can, really. They're, like, brains are reptilian, like. (laughs) Yeah. They literally live in fight or flight. Yeah, exactly. And it's not part, you know, we have a that reptilian brain thing, but it's only part of ours. It's their whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So I will say this again. I personally am in support of ESAs if it is truly needed. But there are times when it feels like a real rock in a hard place, right? Mm-hmm. A pebble. <laughs> oh, poor Aww. rest in peace, pebbles. I had to. <laughs> if it really does bring peace to those with emotional struggles, then it really is a good thing. But some ESAs have been known to attack other people on planes <laughs> or in public. Right. So I only emotionally support this guy, okay? I don't give a fuck about you. So there was one thing where there was this woman, this guy shared a picture of his mom with a monkey in her lap, and sh- emotional support monkey, okay. and it has a vest, and it says, please do not pet me, I'm working, and it clearly is an emotional support monkey, and she's driving. And of course, some motherfucking asshole wrote in the comments like, that's illegal. You can't have an animal in your lap ever. It impairs your driving. And I was like, okay, you might be right, but also can we just celebrate the fact that she clearly has an actual trained emotional support animal who's getting her the fuck out of her house because she's agoraphobic to the point where she won't leave her house? Oh, that's what it is? Yeah. So, mm. like, in this case, it's like, I think we can let that one thing go since they both are watching the road and the monkey's helping her drive. Also, I told you I told you they drove. I told you that. At the beginning of this episode, I was like, they get to drive and work in the food service industry. And you were like, Pfft. and I'm like, here we go. Here's a monkey driving. Well, the monkey wasn't actually driving. Driving, steering, and the and the, and the lady was saying, "Good job, Chester." And I we're going. Just tells it. She just tells it left and right, and then they go to the store or wherever they need to go. I definitely don't think the monkey's name was Chester. Chester the monkey drives a car, is what I'm saying. All right. And you well, shot me down earlier for saying exactly that. So, so uh, I'll just wait here for my apology when you're ready. You're gonna be waiting a long time. I'm. Fortunately, recording on my toilet so I can just flush myself down it. <laughs> what are you, the piggy? I'm, I'm the hamster. <laughs> oh, I was thinking about the, the pig that was stuck on the toilet. No, I'll go right through. <laughs> so, some other species of ESA include, but are not limited to, squirrels, monkeys, <laughs> reptiles such as snakes, alligators, etc., Spiders. An emotional support alligator. <laughs> Spiders. Okay, wait. As you as you say this, I would like any listener to imagine all of these on a plane in succession. <laughs> Spiders, <laughs> pigs, and many, many more. Um, I've uh, actually seen a picture of an emotional support horse on okay. a plane with people. Oh, a I've little se- one, then. It's a tiny horse. And, and someone's like, that horse looks so uncomfortable. And I'm like... It actually looks like it's just standing there as if it was in a fucking barn, so it's not yeah, that how bad. Do you know, how can you learn the comfort of a horse from a picture where it's just standing calmly? <laughs> that animal looks traumatized. Yeah, that poor thing. There, I some... think that animal has feels tall for the first time in its life. Oh, the other horses are small compared to me today. What are you? Six feet tall? Ten feet? I'm at 20,000, bitch. <laughs> So, all right. If the emotional support animal is well-behaved and trained, then I could care less what type of animal it is. Sure. If you can somehow train a swarm of bees and it makes you happy, (laughs) go fucking wild, right? Uh, Yes and no. (laughs) But again, like, you... There is something to be said for I applaud. Like, take, take the woman with the monkey who's agoraphobic, right? Yeah. I'm super stoked that she can go out into public now. Mm-hmm. I hope that she makes sure to keep the animal to herself and to not, like, 
if someone is allergic and like to to for her to go away from the person because there's a little sense of like it's like someone smoking right if you want to smoke a cigarette that's fine go ahead but if your smoke encroaches on my territory and i can't move yeah then you're harming me and i didn't ask to be harmed well that lady with the emotional support monkey has actually turned that into a nice lucrative career because that monkey in its spare time is an uber driver <laughs> and she, of course, gets most of the tip money. Monkey doesn't drive. No. But because when she is at home, she doesn't really need him. She only needs him when she goes out. You've so been... she'll just call him up, and he comes by, Someone and gonna... they go wherever they need to go. Someone's going to ask poor Jen Saki about driving monkeys, and she's going to say, "Who who's saying this? And that's, mm-hmm. you're the person, Kevin, that she's asking about now. If my name is mentioned in, in the White House, even to be shot down by Jen Saki. I'm fine with that. I feel like I have arrived, and that is fine with me, and I'm just glad to be on her lips. So, all right, what is the bright side? The bright side to emotional support animals, when they are alone at home with you, they're just a beautiful relationship. It is. It's a beautiful relationship. Yeah, so for me, first, the folks that actually need emotional support animals, the the ones that really, really need it, it works. It's great. And it's like that duck... That monkey, that the dogs, that like there was um, I I once went to an airport to go on a flight with Matt, and I was really nervous. We were flying somewhere far, I don't remember where, and this woman was going around. Uh, she had a volunteer, and she had a volunteer emotional support dog with her. Yeah, that goes I've heard around. That that, yeah, yeah, happens. and this dog came and sat by me and let me mm-hmm. pet it and it, and she tried to pull it away but he his mission was to find the most anxious people and stay by them and that fucker stayed with me for like a half hour oh my god until i got on my flight he was like everyone else here is fine compared to th- this fucker like he's <laughs> messed up and that's so sweet yeah when when i was growing up we had uh, golden retrievers and we had two of them one was <laughs> the pretty dumb one and one was the smart ugly one Perfect. and uh so the pretty dumb one only cared about getting pets and playing fetch like sure that's all she cared about right so my mom used to volunteer with the dog at a hospital because people love i mean people love to see golden retrievers too you know these long hair golden retrievers they would go from room to room and cheer up people right and uh you know Elderly people in, in the, in the uh, hospital or just people who are post some surgical procedure. And it's just so beautiful to see. So, I mean, like, animals absolutely do lift spirits of people. But And one thing to note, though, that that dog was registered. It had a vest. Yeah. It was clearly, an, like, she had business cards. She's like, if you're ever doing an event and you need an emotional support animal, let me know and we'll come and volunteer. <laughs> A dog with a business card. <laughs> it was very cute. So, so cute. <laughs> so, yeah. So, oh, I, I think I need to pause. Oh, boy. For a moment. <laughs> so, you know that meme, everyone? The one of the dog that says the joke and it looks like, ah. Yes. That's yeah, how Kevin husky. just looked. Yes. <laughs> ah. Ah. <laughs> pause. Ah. So... Another bright side, by the way, is that we're working on making sure that fakes aren't allowed and that only the folks who need ESAs can get them. Right. You know, there's new restrictions about, like, you have to get a new letter every year and it has to be prescribed by the person who is helping treat 
your anxiety or your mental illness or your uh-huh. your different uh, disability that requires this. Right. Not Dr. Random McDoctor Face. Yeah. And when you get to meet a genuine emotional support animal who really is there for emotional support, it really is wonderful because they yeah. tend to be super fucking mellow, super <laughs> great. Like, and, and like I'm talking really trained ones that really yeah. understand it. You know, because there was like a parrot once that was trained to help a vet with PTSD. When the vet would start to go into a PTSD flash, the parrot like understood to start saying like the person's name and say, calm down. You're okay. You're with really? me. The parrot like understood that that like could sense the blood pressure rising and could calm down this person. Uh, that's good. I mean, for me, that would be the, like terrifying. Like parrots are terrifying. Kevin, you know, to hear somebody go, Kevin. calm down, calm down, Kevin. calm down, calm down. You're, You're fine. fine. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> calm down. It's not. It's not relaxing. Calm down and get me a fucking cracker. <laughs> That's good. If you that means he can be of service to the parrot, and that takes him out of himself. It's. I feel like it'd be fucking amazing if the parrot was like, "God damn it, Kevin! This is the seventh time this day. Calm the fuck down." Oh. It's just like shame someone for having emotional stress. It's like I'm no longer having a PTSD thing, but now I just feel really self-conscious. Yeah, I don't have PTSD so much anymore. I do have depression. <laughs> now so yeah so here's the thing i think emotional support animals inherently are a good thing it's just a matter of the folks that take advantage of it or the folks that give misleading information that leads to the death of an animal or the death of a person because it's a a fucking swarm of bees or alligator like christ no like there should be a little bit there should be some restrictions on what type of animal yeah. Is classified as an emotional support animal. Absolutely. And generally, the most beneficial emotional support animals apparently are dogs and cats. Those tend to be the two best received. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Have you seen dogs? They're great. They're wonderful. <laughs> it's a little wild to me that you don't need to show proof. But I also understand that, like, if you actually are disabled and then you don't have your paperwork with you because you forgot it at home, then you can get yeah. completely fucked. So, like, I get that it's the better thing. So, yeah. if you don't need something, don't be a dick and take it from someone who does. And and also, I also implore people to try to try to imagine that the folks that say it, if it doesn't seem like they need their animal, maybe just really believe deep down that they actually do have a severe mental need for it. Like kind of like the same way where like there are certain hidden disabilities for people and people have the placards for the handicap spot. Mm -hmm. And it can be really easy to be like, you don't have a prosthetic leg or a wheelchair. Why are you in a spot? And it's like, they might have an extreme fatigue syndrome and they they can't walk far and they need Mm -hmm. this because they can get in and out. So it's just trying to, it's not easy to do. I must admit myself, I, there are times I get very judgmental, but I implore us to try to take that extra breath and just, for our own sanity, just be like, you know what? I'm being a good person and helping yeah, them. Live. We have to end there because like, that's asking me to extend way too much emp- empathy to <laughs> fellow my fellow man, and I'm sorry, that's I don't have the bandwidth for that right now, so 
Uh, that's going to be our show. That's going to do it for us today. <laughs> Yay. Thanks. <laughs> Yay. Have a great week. Bye. We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, at BrightsideKandJ, and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website, www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on The, the Bright, bright Side! side.